the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. And you know, as a listener of this show, our stalwart sponsor, Bullseye Sport in Riverside, is having its sixth, an- sixth annual. <laughs> yes. Sixth Already. annual celebration of National Hunting, Shooting, and Fishing Day, Saturday, September 22nd, with a special recording of the Firing Line Radio Show. Hey, that's us. Yes. At 9 o'clock a.m. 9? I never work so early in my life. 9, nine o'clock? 9 o'clock a.m. We're going to be there at Bullseye Sports Guns and, and uh, Ammo in Riverside. I'm going to interview Aja Smith, candidate for the 41st Congressional District. We wish her well. So join me and the owner, Vince Torres, for the celebration. There's going to be firearm giveaways. Awesome. Free use of the virtual reality shooting simulator, which is a ton of fun. Presentations on firearm safety, food and refreshments, free t-shirts to the first 100 customers, and Trump-tastic discounts. Oh, that's tasty. I like that one. Trump-tastic discounts throughout the store, including firearms and tons of ammo available. Don't miss this day, Saturday to September 22nd at Bullseye Sport, National Hunting, Shooting, and Fishing Day, a celebration of the original all-American pastime. Doors open at 9 a.m., and that's when we'll be there, but you need to get there early. Bullseye Sports on Brockton between Arlington and Central in Riverside. For more details, 951-823-0211. That should be number two on your speed dial. Yes. Number one's your wife. Number two's Bullseye Sports. Is that correct? <laughs> yep. Or go to bullseyesport.com. Bullseye Sport, where the Inland Empire gets there, gets ready to hunt. Hey, of those of you who didn't hear that little voice in the background here, I actually happen to have <laughs> in studio the infamous, which is so famous, he's infamous, Vince Torres. How you doing, bud? How you doing, Phil? How you doing, buddy? Absolutely. I'm doing great. We've been doing this six years plus. Yes. Six years Six plus. Years. You're not tired of me yet? No, I'm not everybody, tired of you. Everybody else is. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no like, the like, thing is, I don't see you every day, so that's why I can deal with you. That's true. I, you my, wife, yeah. my wife wishes she had that excuse. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she tells me all the time. I get a lot of email. Hey, when's your next guest host coming along? <laughs> well, anyway, folks, we are here to talk about... Uh, next weekend, September 22nd, starting at 9 a.m. at Bullseye Sports, Guns and Ammo in Riverside, the corner of Brockton and Arlington. Some special sales. Vince goes out of his way for this every single year. Yes, and uh, so far the uh, the customers haven't failed to show up. Um, you know, every year it's a guessing game. You never know what's going to happen. And every year just more and more people show up. And I, uh, and that's why I've I've continued to do this every year and uh, because I, I do more. 
I use a hunting, shooting, fishing day celebration because nobody does it in Southern California. Right. I've tracked it and no one, no one has ever done it in actually in the whole state of California. And, uh, this was just one thing that I started one year and here we are six years later doing it. Not only am I, am I celebrating that particular day, I'm also giving back thanks to the customers for their loyalty and coming to the store. And that's why I, I do so much giveaways. And, you know, I give away a, a handgun, a, a rifle, and a shotgun. All you have to do is show up, uh, and you get a ticket at the door. And uh, at, uh, at 4 o'clock, an hour before we close the store, uh, we'll do the drawing. You don't have to be at the store. Just make sure that when you put on your information on the ticket, it's correct. I've had in the past uh, who wrote this thing and throw a ticket away because <laughs> I couldn't read the name, well, the phone number. That was mine, Vince. My, <laughs> so, my name is illegible. And I even, I, the reason we, the, the event is from nine to five. That's, right. I, I do it at four o'clock. So there's customers in the store. So they know that the thing is not rigged and I have the customers pull it. And when I don't see a ticket, that I cannot, when I have a ticket that I can't read, I'll pass it out to the other customers to see, see if they, they can, can help, find it. If they can find it. Of course, so. they're going to say no. No. <laughs> they're waiting for theirs. Um, now, the every hour in the hour, I also give away something. You have to be there when I call out your ticket number. If you're not there, then we'll keep pulling tickets until somebody shows up. So every hour in the hour, we'll give something. It could be a, a case of ammo. It could be accessories bags, hearing protection, whatever the case might be. Um, we'll do that every hour in the hour. Um, I'll be uh, giving out, uh, for you people who like to go to the gun shows, I have, uh, uh, I believe it's like 10 pairs of tickets that I will be giving out if you like to go to the gun shows. Uh, I did gun shows for uh, almost 15 years, so um, I support the gun shows, even though I have a store and I don't go to the gun shows, I still support them because they're trying to, uh, you know, support the Second Amendment and I support them. That's awesome. Vince, Vince uh, for those of you who don't know, he's also one of the only, if not the only, firearms dealer store who shows up at the NRA District Council meetings every single month. Yes. Is there anybody else there? Nope. Yeah. So think about that. He, he's actually supporting the NRA. He's getting involved. He's doing what he can on this. And it's important that you support those who support us. And as Ben said, this is National Hunting, Shooting, and Fishing Day. Well, it used to be National Hunting and Fishing Day. Right. I think they added shooting last year. A couple of years ago. Yep. Okay. He started this before um, it was National Shooting Day. And... <clears throat> And at that time, he didn't, he didn't even hunt. He still don't even hunt, really. Right? <laughs> I don't hunt. Yeah. So, so here he is supporting hunting, but he doesn't hunt. He's supporting gun shows, but he doesn't run to gun shows anymore. Right. He's a solid Second Amendment supporter, and that's what's awesome about Vince Torres. Plus, every time you go in there, you probably get a colorful story. <laughs> yes. and uh, Yes, you do. You get a lot of colorful uh, stories, and, uh, and uh, I have a wall dedicated to... Uh, uh, law enforcement and the military, and uh, there's always some new pictures being added there. That's uh, true. In the in the back of your store, it's awesome. Yeah, and uh, actually, I got to meet the other day a very, very interesting gentleman. Uh, I wish I, I I could have him there the whole day, but he was ninety, ninety two, ninety four years old. Um, his name is Vern, and he is a World War II veteran, and uh, he was in the Pacific Theater and. Uh, Really sharp for that age because he told me so many different stories while he was serving uh, in, war, in uh, World War II, and uh, uh, he was very proud. He still is very proud that he did serve, and uh, 
He joined at the age of 15. I mean, those are really, uh, not that the new guys are not patriotic, but, you know, um, it was some rough time then and he joined in, uh, and to, you know, to, uh, lied, lied about his age. Yeah. And he says it was pretty common back then. You yeah. know, it was, it was, it wasn't that hard to do that. They needed and he, people. And he did it because his buddies, uh, joined up and they were all 17 and he was the youngest one. He goes, if my buddies are going, I'm going. So he did. So anyway, he has all kinds of different stories that he had, and uh, uh, I was proud to um, have met him. And uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. So I get a lot of those kind of people in there and interesting stories. And we're, we're pretty friendly in the store. If you come into my store, we just don't say, "Are you buying something?" Or, no, we 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 try to start a conversation and kind of have this relationship, and and they become friends of the store. And I get customers that come all the time. They don't even buy anything; they just show up and talk and what's new and just to just to be supportive of my store and and that's why i dedicate this 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 day uh more to my customers than i do for the actual uh meaning of the day yeah okay so yeah big deal all that nice stuff but whoopie do tell us about the deals (laughs) (laughs) uh well you know every, every year i pick something um uh last year uh you know we're we're no longer in this ammo uh, crunch crunch we're done with that uh, there's plenty of ammo out there plenty of 22 plenty of two to three five five six and the other caliber but i still uh bring out uh a caliber or two of ammo that i pretty much blow out uh i'm not gonna say words but anyway i blow out just to get people in there and, and you know so they can enjoy the discount of the ammo um I will have a discount on on guns in general, all of them. There'll be a handful of guns. Uh, for instance, I, I'll just throw it out there, a Savage uh, access, access bolt action with a scope. Um, any caliber that you want, well, any caliber that they offer, which is pretty much two to three. The standards, yeah. Yeah, there's all the standard calibers. Uh, that one will be out for... Uh, Two ninety nine ninety nine. That's a great price. That's one of the. It's a starting gun um, for those people who want to maybe start hunting and they don't know what you know whether they want to do it or not, uh, or just go out there and shoot long distance or whatever the case might be. That's one of them. Um, your standard eight seventy shotgun that everybody uh, owns, pretty much, or or shoot them, or shoot them there. That one they're going to be at. Uh, Two ninety nine ninety nine. Uh, that's with, a, that's even whether, better price. Whether they're wood or or uh, synthetic and, and 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 other things. Just here's what I'm going to say. Um, if you're not uh, uh, follow us on Facebook or Instagram or an email, starting Monday, I'm going to start releasing the different uh, prices, prices and discounted items that I'm going to have throughout the uh, uh, the day of. So you can find that hashtag Bullseye Sport, right? BullseyeSport.com. You know what? Uh, I'm sorry, man. I know. I, I'm I, helping you here. BullseyeSport.com. <laughs> hashtag BullseyeSport. Or give them a call at 951-823-0211. Notice this? Huh? No reading? 951-823-0211. Well, I think after six years, you, you put it together. It's on, <laughs> you're on my speed dial. So that's awesome. We're Nine o'clock. We'll be out there recording the show for that Saturday. So it's going to be a great time. Bullseye Sport. Vince, thank you for your support and all you do for the, for the industry. Thank you. Thank you for having me. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, 
or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. We are getting prepared to head out to Vince's on the 22nd. You want to be there at 9 o'clock a.m. on the 22nd. We're going to do a recap of the last three shows on our series of high-powered rifles, and we'll see you Saturday, September 22nd, 9 a.m., Bullseye Sports. Be there. Now, I teased about this for the last couple of weeks, and I'm really excited to start this. This is my series. I'm doing a series on how to customize, improve, create the rifle that you want. Now, this series is going to stick with bolt-action rifles because we're kind of coming into the traditional hunting season, so we're going to stick with that. But it's not specific to, you know, the X-Bolt or, or the Model 70 or anything. We're going to talk in generalizations. We're going to give you some great ideas, and we're going to give you some great product sponsors. And one of those I have on the line with me, his birth name is Kevin, but we're not allowed to call him that. His real name is T-Bone. Now, T-Bone is the driving force behind Timney Triggers. T-Bone, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Hey, I want to want to just ask you real quick to explain your nickname, because people look at me and they call me Ribeye, right? But, you know, it's a whole different <laughs> thing. So, T-Bone, how did you get this name? Well, I'll tell you, um, about 10 years ago now, I was uh, working in corporate America and hating a life, and um, I worked with a personal trainer, because at the time I was uh, doing competitive judo, and my personal trainer uh, also happened to train a guy uh, named John Veer, who was the owner of Timney Triggers, and when John was looking for another guy, um, wanted to bring somebody in to, to work here at Timney, 
the trainer said, you know what, you got to talk to T-Bone. And for some reason, John Veer just absolutely loved that name and refuses to call me anything else. Um, if I answer the phone and say Kevin, he's like, who? I don't know this Kevin person you speak of. Uh, I got the nickname from, from judo. I uh, was fighting the Pan-American World Games. and uh, We get this a lot. Guy. Almost every guest I have on the phone has been a competitive Pan-American or Olympian. You know, It's, it's one of the qualifications <laughs> that we have. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> not Olympian. Not, not on that level. I never got that good. But, uh, yeah, during the course of the fight, the, uh, he started fighting dirty. I got a finger in the eye, and I got kind of upset. Was this a Russian or something? Me. He was from, I want to say Romania or Bulgaria or someplace like that. Same he didn't thing. speak much English. That's, that's yeah. the same thing. You know. <laughs> was he colluding? I, oh, absolutely. I, I believe he actually got his uh, judo training from Putin directly. So it was it was definitely some kind of a communist ploy, for sure. So what happened to him? So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I let him break a grip, and he came in for a big throw, and as soon as he got in nice and close, I did a, just a... Uh, a wrestler souffle. I just took him straight over my back and, and kind of arched over, and somebody got a picture of him flat on his back and me vertical above him and said it looked like he got T-boned. And that nickname has stuck ever since, and Mr. Veer will never let it die. So I am T-boned. My email, it says T-boned. So if you email T-boned at Timney, that's where that's how you find me. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's, a, that's probably the best way to get a food nickname. <laughs> yes, it's much better than just eating too much steak. <laughs> well, which is which is also a good thing. So maybe let me rethink this. Maybe it's better. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hey, so you've been at uh, at uh, Timney for quite a while, folks. If you don't know what Timney Timney triggers are, on a bolt action rifle, uh, it is my humble opinion, and since I'm running this show, it's also the correct opinion. It is my humble opinion that if you are a guy who, who you know, you got your first Model 70, you got your first 700, a Howa, whatever it is, you know, you've got your first bolt-action rifle, and you want to do an improvement to it. And it seems to me that, you know, many of the, many of the new guns that are out there, they've got pretty good actions on them, they've got great barrels, but firearm manufacturers have this horrible portion in their production series called lawyers and these lawyers won't let a trigger go out the door that's acceptable to most people who want to shoot <laughs> to allow a rifle to be accurate they won't Ex have exactly you know it's got a it's got a walk it's got a travel on it that you know you might as well get out and walk to the curb from here or uh, you know you got a three three seconds between this time you try and shoot before the gun goes off unless you're jerking it all these things which are um good in the mind of safety not that they're actually make them safer but they're good in the mind of safety for legal purposes, but they're horrid when it comes to accuracy. Am I correct, T-Bone? That is 100% accurate. Yes, they are meant to miss. <laughs> well, I, didn't I can find one. no other reason for a nine-pound trigger. Well, you know, you said like you were working out with a personal trainer. Maybe they're just trying to increase physical <laughs> fitness uh, <laughs> across the board. They're all in collusion. See what I'm saying? They're all colluding. That's yeah. my theory. Got these guys taking steroids just to run their index finger. I don't know. It's a, <laughs> it's a bad scene. So let's just take a couple of different uh, bolt-action rifles, for instance. We'll, we'll, pick on, we'll pick on the Model 700, Remington 700, probably, arguably, the most popular bolt action rifle out there for whatever reason they've sold the most so a model 700 
uh, actually Remington had some issues with some prior triggers, but what, what, what are you looking at when you get a model 700? Let me start you with that. Um, you know, the, the Remington 700 is a, it's a prolific rifle at this particular point in time. It is the most, uh, manufactured, uh, either by Remington or by other companies. Or copied, or yeah. Other, yeah. Yeah. They, they use that Remington 700 footprint to make all kinds of different rifles. It's the, it's kind of the go-to standard. Unfortunately, it seems like there are uh, more people going after the clones than they're going after the Remingtons nowadays. Um, but it's just a, it's a really stable platform, and, and from the perspective of interchangeability of parts, it's just super easy to swap things out. So you can take a rifle that comes from the factory, even if it's just a, a, you know, a Remington 700 you know, BDL, and uh, you can make it into whatever kind of gun you want. There are, there's no limit to the accessories that you can swap out. Um, including triggers. You're, you're exactly right. The 700, I mean, if you want a different stock, everybody makes every single configuration of a 700. You may not find it in Seiko. You may not find it in Winchester or Savage, but I'm telling you, man, 700 has more accessories than Madonna. It, it's there's you can do whatever you want to them. Your rifle can end up looking like a Swiss Army knife when you're done. There's so many things it can put on this thing. I 100% agree. I don't understand why Kim Kardashian is not their model. Like, she, I mean, you're just talking about... Because it doesn't have that big a butt stock. <laughs> it's a bigger swell. <laughs> don't they all? <laughs> don't even talk pistol grip. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Take so uh, when you're changing out a trigger here, you have um, well, give give them the the rundown of what physically is involved in doing it. Say you decide that you don't want the nine pound trigger, you don't like the creep, you don't like the gravel in your finger uh, when the thing goes off. What's involved with interchanging a trigger? Well, and it depends on which one you're talking about. You, you know, they all have different uh, mechanisms and different ways they attach to actions. But when you're talking about the Remington 700, it is two pins that hold it in place. That's it. You tap out the two pins, you pull out the old trigger, you put in the new one, you tap the pins back in, put the stock back on, go shoot stuff. It's now, there, really, there's a little really spring easy. There's a little spring to watch out for, right? There, Well, depending on which model you're talking about. If you're talking about it from Remington, yes, they have what's called their bolt stop release, uh, which does have a spring actuated. Um, and generally, the easiest way I have found to get around the uh, difficulty of trying to figure that out is don't push the pin out far enough to let the bolt stop at least come off in the first place, and then you don't have to try and put it back on. That's right. So tap it out from the other side. Leave yep, the pin the on. Side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Le- leave it in. Drop the other trigger. Install the new Timney trigger. Um, and you can get them different color codes, right? You can get a blue one, a green one, a red one. Not that it matters since it's inside the buttstock, but, you know. Well, we have a couple of different options as far as that goes. We have an adjustable one that comes with different colored shoes. So it's got a red one, a silver, black, gold, blue, green. It's got a whole bunch of different options. Um, and then the actual housings come in a couple of different colors, uh, black, green, uh, blue, and red, or the Remington 700 in particular. So there are there's quite a few options if, if that's something that you're interested in. It's uh, like you're trying to match the carpet and the drapes, but uh, you, can't, <laughs> you can't see the color here anyway. Which is always important, you know what I mean? Like... Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, you can't really, like you said, you can't see it anyway. So once, once you put the stock on, you really can't see much of the trigger anyway, unless you have one of those colored shoes. So you're not going to know about it, but, um, every once in a while you'll have, uh, I'll have somebody tell me, you know, like I, there was this guy shooting his gun. It was really nice. I tried it. The trigger was amazing. And I had to ask him what it was. And I looked under there and I saw this blue, you know, this blue thing. And I'm like, ah, okay. So yeah, it does, uh. It does tell a story if you actually look inside. 
So, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're talking here with Kevin, also, or better known as T-Bone, Timney Triggers. Timney Triggers, uh, TimneyTriggers.com. Timney, the common spelling, T-I-M-N-E-Y, Triggers.com. Uh, great replacement triggers, not just for Model 700s, but for a whole bunch of different things. We're going to talk about that. This is our show talking about how to improve your stock rifle, getting ready for hunting season, getting ready for life. That's something you need to do. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persian, come and get them. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. We are getting prepared to head out to Vince's on the 22nd. We want to be there at 9 o'clock a.m. on the 22nd. We're going to do a recap of the last three shows on our series of high-powered rifles, and we'll see you Saturday, September 22nd, 9 a.m., Bullseye Sports. Be there. Joining me today in part two of our Customizing Your Rifle series, part two of seven, I think it is. Part two, we're talking with Proof Research, Proof Research Barrels, and I have Nathan Bishop and Ben White. Ben White's one of the engineers up there, and Nathan works on their marketing team. We're going to talk about what they have as far as a carbon fiber barrel, but not only that, but what is the science that goes into creating your barrels, why a barrel is important for accuracy, what to look for, and so forth. So, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yep, thank you. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the history of barrels. I mean, I think about these guys in the 1600s, 1700s, shooting muskets, and and it's like, how the heck did they even make that solid steel barrel? Now, obviously, I'm a talker, so I'm not a doer. So why don't you guys tell me how you actually make a rifle barrel? (laughs) Sure. Uh, well, everything starts off as a as a round bar, uh, typically, and then you've got to have some way to get a hole down the middle and and then put rifling in it, which helps, you know, obviously spin the bullet. Okay, so originally one. you start off. I mean, in the old days, they actually did Damascus, where they wrapped they wrapped steel around another bar and, and tried to create a barrel in that particular manner. But how exactly does one take a solid ste- piece of steel and Put the hole down the middle. I mean, you're looking at a 30, 34 inch blank on some of these some of these rifle barrels. Is it? Yep. So, run us through this. So there's a, a couple of. So the first step is to get a nice, straight, smooth, uniform hole down the middle, and that's like I said, we're talking about a 30 inch 
um, piece of bar stock, that's, that's not a trivial task. Um, so we do that in, in several stages. Uh, first stage is basically to drill a hole down the middle. Um, with a typical machine, it's called a, a deep a deep drill or a, like a gun drill um, type piece of equipment. Um, and that's basically, we, you know, you take drilling a hole down the center. So the way, the best way to do it, because you've got, as this drill advances through the barrel, you want to keep it nice and concentric to the bore. Um, so we do that by counter-rotating the barrel, and the ro drill rotates one way and the barrel rotates the other way. So that as gravity tries to pull the end of that drill down, um, it's it's not all you know going to one side of the barrel. Um, so by having um, uh, you know that barrel counter rotate with the drill, we're able to drill a very straight um, hole right down the center of this barrel. And that concentricity is important for, as we'll talk about probably as we go along here, is, is important for accuracy and consistency of the barrel. Um, so once we get that hole down the middle, um, it's right in the middle and as straight as we can possibly get it, but it's still not quite to the right dimension that we can do anything with it. So the next step is to open that hole up by a few thousandths of an inch, and we do that with reaming process. Um, so again, we're putting a cutting tool down the middle of this barrel, and instead of taking, you know, a, a, a big cut of, you know, large chips and removing lots of material, we're just taking a little bit of material out. Um, and what that does is, is help remove any, any machining marks from the drill, um, really help uniform that barrel um, up. You can get some variances in, in the diameter. So with this reaming process, we go in and really uniform that, that hole back out. So if there are machining marks in the drill, rough spots, what does that yes. do? Correct. So um, basically at this point, we're forming what's going to be the top of the lands um, in, your, in your barrel. So if there's any rough spots uh, or machining marks or deep grooves or anything like that, um, that's going to cause performance issues in your barrel. Um, if you've got a lot of rough spots in your barrel, you're going to have problems with, um, you know, copper coming getting stripped off the bullets and being deposited in the barrel. Um, it's got to be nice and uniform because um, that barrel's getting, or that bullet's getting squeezed down the barrel with a really lot of pressure behind it. So if if that barrel gets tight or opens up as that bullet is traveling down it, that's going to, um, you can cause velocity issues, can cause accuracy issues. So Man, bullet starting failure. off with that pristine hole is, is the key is the key to all this. Okay, so let, let, let me recap this if I can. Again, this yeah. is just for me. All my all my listeners get it. I'm just trying to understand it. So you you go, you drill your hole through, which is an amazing process just to get it straight when you're talking about a 30-inch drill bit inside another piece of metal. So... Hats off, you're figuring that one out. Next thing is that you're reaming it. You're bringing it out to the exact inner dimension that you want for well, the bullet <laughs> clearance, right? And because yeah, so, that's that's the top of the lands. The lands are actually, if you look down your barrel and you see those those rotating stripes, the lands are the top of those, correct? As they twist down your barrel. Correct. And so that's the actual, and so that's the last thing going to be touching your bullet. And so having that smooth and polished is extremely important for the reasons you just said, stripping off uh, or deforming a bullet as it comes down, making it uneven yep. as it hits the air. Uh, all those bad things can happen. To, to maintain top accuracy, everything has to be consistent. Now, you can have an extremely accurate gun if everything's always bad, but it's the same way bad. 
but that's not the way life works. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot harder, a lot harder that way. I once had a science teacher who told me he'd give me an A if I got every single answer on the test wrong. But if I got one right, then that was my actual score. So it's the same thing. You can't get them all wrong and you can't get them all right. So we want to move towards towards consistency and accuracy at all different levels. And the smoothing of that lands area is, is one. Okay, so did I, I recapped it? Please pick it up from there. Okay, so now that we've we've reamed it out to to, to get it nearly to its the bore to the nearly the, the final size we're after. Um, and before we go to form the rifling in, um, we do one more step uh, to kind of un- make sure that bore is perfectly uniform and get all the tooling marks out, and, um, and that's a, a lapping process. So basically, we, we cast lead into a section of the barrel that gets coated with a, um, a silicon or aluminum oxide grit, uh, a very specific, you know, got a very specific grit that we use. And that lead cast is run up and down the barrel. And what that does is get all um, kind of the, the, the grain that's in the surface finish all running up and down the length of the barrel. Um, takes any reaming marks, any, uh, any kind of tooling marks completely out of the barrel and just uniforms that up and puts the nice surface finish on it. So is that, that's um, called hand lapping? And that's, well, it's, it's not, we don't hand lap. We, we do machine lapping, which actually gives okay. us a better, more, more consistent, consistent process. Right. But it's it's the same idea. Um, it's a lapping process, um, and at that point, we're ready to start putting putting rifling the twisty stuff down the the center. The twisty so stuff. Yeah, that's a very technical engineering barrel engineering term. Um, but there's so there's a couple of methods to getting to forming the rifling. Um, well, let me let me back up because we're gonna because I think that's a huge talk. You know, we, we'll get into cut yeah. cut rifles or button rifling and the differences mm-hmm. and but. Um, the metals themselves that you're creating these barrels out of, what specifically are you looking for there? So we, we primarily deal with um, stainless steel. Um, all our barrels are made from a 416R uh, stainless steel, which is a, a, a specific steel for rifle, developed for rifle barrels. Um, so the advantages of the stainless steel are that it's um, very wear resistant. It's a, it's a, you can get lots of good barrel life out of it. Um, the being a stainless steel, it's obviously very corrosion resistant, um, and it's um, it's an easy steel to uh, to work with, especially in terms of the cut rifling. Um, so we buy this a very specific grade of stainless steel for our barrels, um, and we even have a tighter specification than the 416 spec implies. We have a uh, even narrow window of of strengths and properties that we're after to, to make sure we have a good consistent. Um, basically foundation of the barrel. So 416 is a grade, and you're looking like for a 416 plus? Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, so 416R is the greatest steel. You know, there's different steels for different purposes, and then we even have a tighter spec on that. So we get, we know when our steel comes in the door that it's, every lot of steel is the exact same as the last one. Again, um, consistency may mean something. Is that what you're telling me? Yep, yep, yep. So... Awesome. Okay, so stainless steel barrels and using stainless steel, it's easier to work with. It's uh, what I heard you say also was that it lasts longer. I didn't realize that um, inside the barrel, a chrome molly barrel would wear out faster than stainless steel. But is that what you just said? It's well, it, it all depends. I mean, there's there's lots of things. If you're talking about um, equal use, e- equal use, you're just 
I'm talking about a regular chrome molly barrel versus a stainless steel, you're probably going to get more life out of the stainless. Now, there are other tricks that you can play uh, with barrels to improve the life, and one of that's I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with is uh, chrome lining. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and things like that add a lot of life to to the barrel. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna hold you right here. We have to take a commercial real quick. Yeah, we'll talk about no what to do on the inside of the barrel. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show with Proof Research guys Nathan and Ben. Check it out at proofresearch.com. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. We are getting prepared to head out to Vince's on the 22nd. You want to be there at 9 o'clock a.m. on the 22nd. We're going to do a recap of the last three shows on our series of high-powered rifles, and we'll see you Saturday, September 22nd, 9 a.m., Bullseye Sports. Be there. Uh, folks, to my right, your left, if you're playing along at home, I have the world-famous... Mm-hmm. Estenable. Oh, the bull. bull. (laughs) Dr. Jim Groening of Groening Precision. Uh, Jim, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Philip. I've known Jim for about six years. About about six years, yeah. Uh, I've been trying to get Jim on this show for about six years. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is very much in demand. For those of you who don't know, Groening Precision is here in Riverside, California. They are the premier gunsmiths. Um, Jim does it all. He does it all by hand. He does it all by measuring five times, cutting once. Oh, that's for sure. It's cheaper that way. (laughs) (laughs) He is in such demand that uh, if you look at some of the SWAT competitions or the sniper competitions, the guns that are one through 10 usually have a grinning precision stamp on them. We've done good there. We've done well with that. You've done okay. We've done well with that, yeah. Not bad for a middle-aged, balding white guy. Right? Yeah, no kidding. Huh? <laughs> but 2015, they, uh, the San Diego Sheriff Department took the international one at Snipercraft in Florida, first and second. And that was an international match against fellows that have $10,000 rifles. Yep. And um, from departments and military uh, from all over the world. And they took first and second using hot rod Remingtons. 2007, 2017, uh, San Bernardino Police Department Mm -hmm. won the International Snipers Competition Mm -hmm. Law Enforcement Division with one of your rifles. Mm -hmm. So that was Paul Spriggs did that. Very cool. So no, lots of competitions. We go in there and look on the wall and it's, you know, I don't know, it's shield after shield and 
accolade after accolade. So good people. Right. And, And so Jim has made a specialization on his business for customizing bolt action rifles. That's what I want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the third of of the series on how to customize your rifle. If you have a bolt action off the shelf rifle and you want to tune it up, uh, or if you're thinking of, I want a ground up version, mm-hmm. what do we do for that? So Jim, tell us a little bit about how you got into gunsmithing. Well, <clears throat> I'm a aerospace tool and die maker or machinist. And by I, training and trade, by trading and a four year apprenticeship and what have you back in during the 1970s. And I, I worked in that field, uh, up until the uh, early nineties. And, um, but I was a competitive rifle shooter during the mid eighties and what have you. And yeah, I had a lathe and a mill in my garage back then, and I thought, you yeah, know, well, who doesn't? Yeah, I thought, what the hell? I'm going to make a barrel for my <laughs> rifle. You know, I can, I, I think I can do this. You know, so I started making barrels for me, and then I started making barrels for my friends and the other their friends. And gosh, pretty soon I had a garage full of rifles, and and uh, I had to make a decision on what I was going to do. So I ended up going off, and I kept my full time job, and I. Started a full-time business at the same time. <laughs> Sleep's optional. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But we went ahead and, and did that. And uh, then in, finally in 1989, uh, I quit completely. And uh, I uh, I started. Qu- quit the aerospace company. Quit the aerospace. Yeah. And I started doing this completely and, and full-time. And it's been uh, going on, that, you know, what, 30 years now? Yeah, almost 30. Almost 30 doing nothing but rifle, you know, rifle type work and then 42 years of machining. So in the rifle type work, you started off as most people do when they're starting a new business is I'm going to do everything. Oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. It's, it's interesting. But that's what you do, right? Yeah, it's interesting. But I mean, you know, it, it's better to focus right on, right on what you're doing and staying on that and, instead of you know, trying to do everything for everybody. Trigger job for a Colt Python, oh, and then switch Lord. over to an AR-10, yeah. and then M1A. It's and- a lot better doing finding what you love and focusing in on it, and then tweaking that, continuously tweaking it. You know, I was telling you earlier that, you know, we've had over 14,000 uh, rifles through the shop and what have you. Not all of them are mine. Yeah, and since I started, you know, and which has been a long time, so it seems like a lot of rifles. But when you think about it over all the years, it's really not that many. But but you know, it's still enjoyable and it's still a lot of fun, and I'm still learning things. You know, and I'm still tweaking things to get things so they're even more accurate. And that's 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 the the enjoyment out of this business for you know fellows that want to get into this business down the road you know it's a great business to in- enjoy yourself with you know it really is and uh you know it, it 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 really makes it so you enjoy waking up in the morning and 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 going to it well what's different i've met a lot of gunsmiths and what i what's different about you is like you said you're enjoying what you're doing but you're always looking for the new answer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, well, this is the way you do it. Uh, we just do it like this. You know, it's not a a shop where you just throw them in the rack and grab another one and grind a little here, grind a little there, throw some goop in the stock, and away it goes. You know, but there are shops like that. Sure. And, and some guys mass produce mediocrity. Um, those of you who have have worked with Jim before know that there's a backlog, and I think that 
success begets success, which begets backlogs. Sometimes there's only so many days. Sometimes it gets nuts. I I apologize for that. Let's address that because it's something that we need to understand. Because of the precision style work he does, you do a lot of police department contracts across the country. Mm Seventy-three. Seventy-three so departments. Seventy-three have been, you know, I've, I've built rifles for. And, and so what comes with a rifle like that is lifetime service right. guaranteed, right? Yep. So if a law enforcement department sends you 10 rifles from Botswana, Florida, <laughs> right? There could be a Botswana, Florida. I don't, I don't go to Florida. So um, th- that's all of a sudden a priority thing. You've got to get those back out in mm-hmm. the hands of law enforcement. And because of the, the work that you do, it's imperative that those get back out in the hands of law enforcement. So those of us on the sporting side, you know, realize there's a pecking order mm. and uh, we're not the peckers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I really do my best to try you to do. make it so so that it's not crazy. You know, sometimes sometimes it, it gets that way, but uh, yeah, you know, things happen. And, but then I, and, and I always happens. dig myself out and I always get get everything done. And everybody is extremely satisfied with the finished product. I guarantee it. You know, that's that sounds like an insurance it. guy. I guarantee it. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. It's true. So when we come back here, we're going to talk a little bit about um, just one of the standard platforms for a rifle. And I brought in a couple of samples. You can take them back with you and build them into a rifle. Sure. Want. Okay, good. Put me in front of the in front of Botswana. <laughs> Botswana. I'm done with Botswana. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the different parts, what's involved sure. in it. Um, on our last, our first show, we talked with uh, Timney Triggers. Mm-hmm. Right, you deal with Timney. I use their their yeah. triggers quite a bit. Uh, Timney's got an absolutely great trigger, so uh, adjustable all the way up and down. You can make it a, a, from a target rifle to a hunting rifle to anything you want to do with a trigger like that. We last week talked with Proof Barrels. Hmm. So Proof Research is the one who does the carbon fiber wraps. Really, a, a very strong and accurate rifle. You actually prefer metal, right? I like metal. But I'm in a little different. Jim Jim also builds. Guns for not the weak of heart or the weak of arm. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they they can be a little on the hefty side on yeah. that with all that metal on the barrel. But we'll talk about why that is mm-hmm. as we come back here and uh, show you a couple of examples here on film. Anyway, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com, on Facebook at Firing Line Radio Show, YouTube channel, um, which is Firing Line Radio, oddly enough. And you'd find Jim Gruning at gruningprecision.com, mm-hmm. right? G-R-U-N-I-N-G, precision.com. Anyway, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show with Jim Gruning. Jim Gruning, Gruning Precision. We're out of time here, oh, okay. unfortunately. Sorry about that. But uh, check him out. Gruning Precision, His uh, fo- text him. His phone number's on his website. And uh, good luck, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It was a lot of fun. It's been awesome. Thanks, Bob. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Moppin Financial Advisors. Cutting Edge Bullets. Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino. And Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.